Hello, this is Michael Fanning with the Windermere Coaching Minute. This is our short-form podcast where we'll be interviewing Windermere agents who bring creative ideas, power strategies, and successful routines to light, all in creating epic client service and work-life balance. Enjoy the podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everyone. This is Michael Fanning, and welcome to the Winter Coaching Minutes. And today, I'm super excited because I have mother-daughter team with me. I have Regina Madeira Gordon, and I have Madison Lord, and you guys are also known as the RM Home Specialist, correct? That's right. That's us. Yes. <laughs> and uh, and you also you coach with us, so I want to say thank you for that. I really appreciate that. And the two of you have, what, 20 years combined experience in real estate, correct? Yeah. Maybe we had to do math today. It was fun. (laughs) Yeah, we had to do math today to figure that out. Well, the reason why I have uh, Regina Madison on today is because I think in our industry, and I hear this a lot, I just heard it the other day as well. I was listening to a podcast and somebody said, you know, um, when real estate agents work 24-7. And, and, and that kind of rubs me the wrong way. Uh, I don't know about the two of you. Well, I, I know it does. We're going to talk about that. I also hear people say, hey, don't let your clients know that you have a life um, because you want to make sure that they think you're working for them all the time. We also tend to jump through hoops. I know in Ninja, we say, are you in demand or on demand? And we have a lot of, uh, we have a lot of agents, I think, in our industry that are on demand, meaning that we call them Pop-Tart agents. They get the phone call and they just jump up and they go run and they drop everything else that they're doing. Um, yeah. The other thing is burnout, right? I mean, we have, you know, I see agents that make a lot of money, but I look at their life and it's not fun. And so the thing I'm excited about today to have the two of you on is that you, you guys went through something like this and you, you change the way you do business and uh, you're happier because of it. And I think other agents can learn from what you did. So let's roll back time and let's go back to when the two of you were saying, and you guys can tell the story. I don't know, Madison, you were like, I don't know if I want to do this. And Regina's yeah. like, I don't want to wind it down. And Regina's going, you can't leave Madison. Madison's like, yeah, but I can't be working at this pace. Tell me what was going through your mind at that time. Well, what was going through my mind was that we were coming off of a super bit. 2020 was just a wild year for everybody, for everybody, for the world. And then top it with um, one of our assistants leaving and doing, you know, having one of the greatest years volume wise that we have had during a global pandemic and zero breaks. Like I'm talking zero days off. And Mm -hmm. so I was like, okay, real estate's not for me anymore. That was was like... (laughs) I, yeah, like I was no patience for anybody, not family, not friends, um, working 24 seven, as you just said. And I was like, got to get it off, got to get off this crazy train. There's no other way to do real estate. Yeah. And she was having some, even some health issues that were perpetuated by stress. Um, 
get turned on a celiac gene so I can't eat pizza or pasta the normal <laughs> way anymore. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. And, and well, and Regina, you, I mean, and you helped me understand this, but I mean, you'd been doing this for a while. So for you, you're like, well, this is just kind of how it works. Right. But at the yeah, same I time, think, you, you were wanting to wind down too. Right. Yeah. I think that, you know, old school mentality, like when I started my business, I was probably that Pop-Tart agent that you were talking about, but now, you know, I'm almost 20 years in by myself. And it's like, I think that that mentality really comes from that scarcity mentality yes. and then right. you know you really have to shift into abundance like if i don't do this thing now and i lose this person i got to be okay with it you know it's just like some of that but anyway i said to madison you know i you don't have to leave i think that we were on this trajectory when we started working together that the only way we were going to make the right amount of money that we both wanted is if we doubled our business and so and then there was that covid happening and like are we working are we not and so it was just like we had we this had this scarcity double. mindset yeah and then double the yeah. business like we don't know if it's going to be there like we got to go we got to go we got and then it was just like when she first of all i'm like girl you cannot leave me on this crazy train number one <laughs> And number two, we don't have to do it this way. Let's not throw the baby out with the bathwater. Let's look at what works. Let's scale it back. Like, who do we only want to work with? Who do we want to refer out? And so we took did a complete overall, really. Right. Yeah, we had to pause. We had to press pause to be able to even, I mean, when you have deals in escrow and think like you can't. You can't think clearly about no. what is that what is the type of client I want or what do what are the hours I would want to work or the boundaries that I would want to set. Yes. Yeah. So we had to we had to stop. Right. Well, let's talk about that for a second. So you you knew you had you had you had done a lot of business and you guys knew you had booked uh, the amount of business you needed. And I remember on our call you both said, Hey, we're gonna take a break. Yeah. And I, and I know there was, tell me about sort of the fear when you, because I know there was fear. Remember you said, we're going to take a break. And then you're like, but what yeah. if it doesn't come back? So tell me a little bit about that. The crazy thing is that I, I went to the periodontist and I had some mouth work done. And this is like the light bulb moment for me of just being completely transparent with the clients. I, I mean, I had just written out a check for like five grand worth of dentistry work. And then I go into the office, I'm here for my follow-up. And then they're like, oh, so-and-so doctor, so-and-so is not going to be here anymore. It's this doctor now. And I was like, okay, wonderful. And then I didn't care. <laughs> and so I just was like, wait a minute, do people really, if you're just very transparent with them and you're just like, this is what we're doing. This is how the business is going to work. And here is so-and-so like they, people are very, um, it's okay. Like they, they want a certain service, but they are open to the possibilities of how you lead, you lead the show. Yeah. Right. I think. Well, and let me, let me just uh, piggyback on that for a second, but you had gotten really great service from that, 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 that dentistry uh, or the, yeah. the office. Right. So, so you'd already had a good experience. So when they made that transition for you already going through a good experience because it's set up, your brain is like, Oh, well, okay. Correct. Yeah. I didn't think, right. yeah, I didn't think twice. Right. Yeah. You wouldn't, you wouldn't so much. Right. Yeah. If it was, if it wasn't really great service and they go, and now we're switching and you're like, well, wait a second, maybe it's yeah. time for you to find another dentist, but because you were getting good service. And I think that's, that's, you guys were offering phenomenal service to begin with. You were just getting burned out. And so then you decide, okay, you go through this experience like, well, it doesn't matter. So then what did the, where did that lead you to the next kind of idea of what you were going to do? So the fear is like, oh my gosh, if we completely 
put a pause on our business. No one will ever work with us again. We're going to piss off our clients. And that was not the case. So we started to taper two months before we decided we were going to take a month long sabbatical. We just started having the conversation with our clients. Mm -hmm. Like we are timing them. So like, okay, just so you know, here, you know, here's our marketing plan. Um, if we were signing on new buyers, this is wonderful. We're going to hit feet to the pavement, but just so you know, there's going to be, um, a three week period where neither of us are going to be working. We're taking a personal sabbatical. And so we have so-and-so watching our business. She's amazing. Um, but let's, let's try to fit you around this timeline. And everyone was, I mean, yeah, it's just managing the expectation. And it's not like, even when you say it, it wasn't like with that, like that worry in your voice, like, Oh, we're, we're doing this. It's like, no, here's what we're doing. Here's yes. the plan that we have. Would you like to go before or after, or can, can I introduce you to this person who's going to be taken off? Let's bring her in. Let's make it cohesive for you. And just setting the expectation, having the plan. And we did, we had a, like a flow chart of everything. Like if this happens, if this happens and, and we brought in our managing brokers who were all really supportive too, of what we were doing. And so all of our partners, I mean, like our photographer, like everybody knew that we were taking a step back and we're like, okay, we're still around, but like, don't call us. Yeah. <laughs> um, right. We had our our phones and everything, but our clients, um, and we actually, when we stepped away, we had seven things in escrow. No, 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 she is not to like, it was 13 oh, files really? because she left first <laughs> and I left and I did the final handoff to our partner. I literally handed off 13 files wow. and she was like a deer in a headlight, but she did a great job. <laughs> okay. So, so here's, so here's one thing I want to ask you. So, so you do that. So a lot of our clients are used to, like you said, you know, if you go to the dentist, they go, hey, well, we got a schedule in our time frame. You go to the doctor, same thing. You go to your lawyer, you know, they all have a schedule. And then here we are in real estate, we don't have it. And it's because we have a lot of people who run their own business that have the mindset of scarcity. So what I'm hearing, and for the listeners out there, if you're listening, what they did is they shifted their mindset to a, a place of abundance and a place of confidence. And they knew that they had good, great relationships and they became, and I think the key word that you both said, you became transparent and you became yeah. real as people. And I, and I honestly believe that the fear we were so burnt out, if you will, that the fear of what if they don't want to work with us because we're having this pause in our business. And we were like, you know what? That's, That's okay. Yeah. That's okay. They're not our people then. Well, and we weren't putting our best foot forward. I mean, do you want to burnt out realtors or like, do you want to like, you know, firing right. on all cylinders? Like, it, yeah. So the, the transparency piece was important. And then we do have, I mean, the human part is important too. And we are mother and daughter and we were, we just told our clients, like, it hasn't been, it hasn't been a good mother daughter setup. Like we, I mean, we haven't nurtured that relationship and people are like, wow. Yeah. That when they're going back in their minds of, yeah. you know, what we do for people, they're like, yeah, how could you, how could right. you have a life doing it that way? So, well, and I think, and we even talked about it, I think on one of the calls where I said, you know, if, if somebody is not going to be okay with you two taking care of yourself and you just said it, they're not going to be a right client for us anyway. It's not going to be fun to work with them because, you know, they, they can work with somebody else. And I think that that level of, of, of understanding is also, does it make your business more fun when you're working with people that are like-minded and, and, and want you to be healthy and successful and have a life too? 150%. Yeah. You know, 
Yeah. So, okay. So, so then you guys, so tell me, so then we, you decided, you told me, said, Hey, we're, we're out. Right. And I know, so tell me a little bit about your, what, what, what went through your mind when you were off? Cause I know Regina, you just said, you go, it was amazing. I just, that time off. And I it, was, <laughs> it was so funny. I think there were people that knew me for, you know, a long time and were thinking, I don't think she's going to be able to do it. Like, I don't <laughs> think she can really unplug. And I literally, when I was, and I, and I say this only to be human and real with people, but when I was going to come back, I literally got choked up because I had had for the first time in my entire life time to do some of the things that I wanted to do without having to check in with anybody at all and and for an extended period of time it was bliss and I started getting like choked up like I don't know I don't know if I want to go back into that you know rat race I don't know so it was it was a moment of okay well yes I do and I'm not quite done (laughs) what does it look like but there was that moment where I'm like Oh crap! That was really nice. Yeah, it it, it rejuvenated you. It makes you feel better. Yeah. Uh, you know, you get a, a clear mind. You get more clear on what you want and your goals moving forward. Yeah. Um, Madison, how about you? How did your your uh, your your time off feel? It was wonderful. <laughs> yeah, I and I like a lot of people. I think in our in- industry or entrepreneurial, it's you identify who you are with what you do and how much you do it. And, you know, I'm, I'm a realtor, I'm selling houses all the time, but then I'm like, wait, what are my hobbies? <laughs> like, what do I enjoy doing? So it was a really nice self-reflective and, the, and to answer the question, it's, I really enjoy doing nothing sometimes. And that's, right. that's what I do. Yeah. Um, but coming back in, I, I was, so we staggered our, our time away where there was only two weeks actually where neither one of us or three weeks where neither one of us were there. So I came back before mom did. And the person watching our business cried back (laughs) over and she just goes, I can't believe you do what you do. And that's what every, I called all of our clients and they're like, Madison, it was like, I thought my shit didn't stink. Like I came back and people were so backed on me and I felt so empowered and I got done in that first two days, like a week's worth of work because I was so refreshed and I was excited um, to get back in. So I think that speaks to the importance of stepping away and completely disconnecting. Um, so we were like, okay, we can't be taking a month off every time we're feeling burnt out. Cause within our industry, it's often that you feel burnt out. So we were like, it's a non-negotiable that we have one full day off a week where we're not like, if someone texts me, I'm not responding. I'm mom's responding. And I know that everyone doesn't have a team to work with. So whatever that looks like for you, but having one day where really, where I'm not in my inbox. Yeah. And, And I, and because I, you know, I was a solopreneur before Madison, I can tell you that like every single time I did vacation or took a quote unquote day off, there was every moment that I still checked my phone a little bit, or I was still online in the morning part. I mean, there was no absolute disconnect, but it is so important. And with the transparent, like how we're actually doing that now is we tell our clients like, Hey, Hey, on Saturday, Regina's off on Sunday, Madison is off. We, you know, for the beginning of the week, we're like, these are our days off. We, we have other people that can show you houses. If they're, if something comes up here, are their numbers. And we're just super transparent and it's okay. People are like, obviously you need a day off. Um, right or even physical calendars sometimes like that 
we share with our clients or talk about like, okay, we're going to check in on Monday. We're listing you on Wednesday. You know, this is a day where you're not going to hear from us and exactly. it's okay. So I want the listeners to hear this. So let's just kind of unpack this a little bit. So uh, if you're listening and you're sitting there saying, well, you know, I don't know if I can do it. Um, a couple things come up is one is you're setting clear expectations with your clients and you're controlling that situation. You're saying, Hey, this is when we're off. And are you, are, do you get pushback? No, no, no. I'm anyone like I give her pushback when I see her answering texts and I'm like, it's like, <laughs> I will screenshot it and I'll send it. I'm like, it's Thursday afternoon. <laughs> this is your day. I'm like, do not. <laughs> you were off and our client said it was okay. Stop answering texts. Yeah. So, so, so that's one of them. The other one is this, and I do, I do have another client that I coach that uh, is taking the same kind of avenue that you are, and it's just an individual, but they're doing, they're doing a rotating. So one, one week they'll take a Saturday, another week they'll take a Friday and they, they, they go back and forth. So every other Saturday they're working and every other Friday they're working, yeah. but they're doing the same thing. And they say, Hey, this is when I'm off. And so if you text them on that day, it says they're off. If you email them on that day, an automatic responder goes back. And, and they say, you know what? My clients don't have a problem with it. They absolutely don't have a problem with it. So no. the key yeah. here is, is, is telling people, right? Again, going back to what I said at the beginning, you know, a lot of agencies will don't let your clients know you have a life. Well, that's the worst thing you can do. Yeah. And I think we, as, as agents, we kind of perpetuate that. And it was interesting because I remember Madison catching herself. We were talking to a new client oh, and yeah. we were like, she actually it was, had a, the, it was a buyer consult. And, and she had this, she actually said, you know, between the two of us, you, we work 24 seven. And then <laughs> she just like caught herself going, what am I actually doing? Yeah. What am I, am I saying that? Why am right? I saying like, yeah, like, no, no. <laughs> so yeah, the expectation and then having somebody that you trust that will like, you could screenshot a text and send to, and they're going to, going to step in right away and just having someone on call. But I, you know, you know what it was too, is as we re-entered and, at, and we actually just got back from the business planning seminar. And it's kind of that thing that we say to our clients with Ninja, if you could wave a magic wand. And I think that we as agents have to do that with our business. Like literally, if we could wave a magic wand, what would it look like? And then how can I implement that? Yes, absolutely. And, and I think there's two other points I want to bring up because they're, they were just, they were real aha moments for me. And one of them was Madison. Madison, you said uh, you had been out, you were cleaning a house or you were doing something. And then, um, and then agent pulled you into their office and tell me what they said to you, because I think, I think our listeners can benefit from this story. Yeah, I was clean. They saw me on Instagram because I was posting that I was scrubbing with a magic eraser, a client's door listing prep. I'm in, I'm into the, but, um, he, he, yeah, a seasoned agent who his delivery is a little rough, but pulled me in and he's like, how much do you make an hour? And I was like, I don't know. I don't know. And he was like, no, you need to know. He goes, you're telling me that you can't pay someone $20 an hour to do what you were just doing. And right. I was like, okay. And he said, your clients are paying you 6% regardless if you're scrubbing their front door or not. And right. I was like, whoa. Okay. Yes. Or they're paying, they're paying you, they're paying you a varying commission fee, depending on what you're deciding on. In your case, you guys have decided for six. And, but his point was, his point was very critical was, look, your dollar per hour is you do not, you know, if you want to be somebody who cleans houses, go clean houses. If you want to be yeah. a top producing real estate agent and have a life, then hire somebody 
and get them on your team to go do those things, correct? And he said your client doesn't, they're not hiring you to scrub the boards too. Yes. Like in his way, like not that that's not, not a worthy thing to be doing, but it's like they're hiring you for your expertise like and your attention to detail, but not necessarily you doing the labor of that. Right. And, yeah. and so to that point, two things. So one is, is this, a lot of times we see people that say they don't have enough time or they're burned out because what they're doing is they're not delegating. They're not understanding what is the 20% of the things that are going to give them the 80% return, which is what you guys went through and said, Hey, this is the things we're going to stop doing. And we have, we have resources to make it happen. The second one that I loved was when you said, Hey, why are we taking some of these, uh, some of these listings or some of these buyers that, you know, we're driving who knows where, or it's not in our wheelhouse. And you, and you said, guess what? It's no more scarcity. Guess what? We refer those people. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, I think that, and again, I'm probably, because I, because I'm like the old dog. I was going <laughs> to say, I, I'm very curious to what you have to say about this. I'm a little bit more brutal with, yeah, she no. is is but I you know just getting off the mindset of I have to take every client and you know the ones when you have the consultations and you have the red flags and like and but I have had to say to you about some buyers like no refer that off you're not driving to you know DuPont or whatever so it's just being very clear and it's almost like we have each other for accountability, but yeah. also it's within yourself. Like, didn't you tell yourself that if you have two red flags of things that aren't lining up with a situation that you were not going to say yes to that client? Yeah. Like, and, but okay. if you, if you don't. And even, I mean, and, and having the strength, even if you get on down the path and it's not a love match to be able to let it go. Right. And is you're not going to be able to serve, like you're not an area expert of every single city. There's no. just no way. So I think it's way more beneficial even for the client. And like, Hey, when we started this journey, I, I thought I was your girl, we were doing this and this was your area. And now I want to make sure you have a great experience and I'm not your girl, but I have a girl like, or a guy, you know, yeah, right. Yeah, I, well, I think the key to it is what you said is that it's it's in the client's best interest. And there's times when we have to say no, because we know that it's not in their best interest. And it's not about us, it's about them. And I think when the two of you said, hey, mindset of abundance, make it in the client's best interest. And if it's we're not the ones for you, we're perfectly okay with that. We're happy to refer it because it's going to give you a peace of mind. It's going to allow you to work the business you do want to work and give you that ability to say, hey, you know what? Uh, we're not for everybody. Yeah. And I think two, two other things along that line, it's like, we actually did sit down and, and write out, like, here's our ideal client because we believe in intentions and things like that. So let's just define what our ideal client looks like, put it out into the universe. Even yeah. just think hobbies that they, like, we enjoy gifting, we enjoy gifting food and wine and experiences. And it's like, if that is not something that somebody <laughs> enjoys, maybe they, you know, you, you, yeah. you would what you what you love and what you're good at and so yeah we got very specific with like what and it's not like I'm only working with sellers or I'm only working with buyers because it's not about that it wasn't no, no it we wasn't thought maybe it was going to be but then when we really talked about the experiences we enjoyed which were we looked on our last year and we said what of these um buyers and sellers who like what felt the best like what did we have the most fun doing and then we we even took their pictures and like put it on a vision board like these were the people that really brought us joy with where it didn't really feel 
as much as like work. Yeah. Right. It didn't feel like yeah. Well, and, and for the listeners listening, I mean, just giving some context, uh, you guys carry a tremendous amount of transactions. What what are you gonna what are you gonna wrap up with for twenty twenty one? Your transaction count. If, we'll be at like fifty five or fifty seven sides. Yeah, fifty five. And so so I mean, when we're talking that amount of transaction counts, I mean, burnout is huge, and you're still doing phenomenal business. But I love the fact that you figured out how to balance it out and. The, the, the piece that I want to kind of bring to the, to the end of this is that you guys did a letter of the heart. And I would love for our listeners to hear what that was, because that is where you got really transparent with your clients. Just kind of explain what that was. And I know that you now kind of you're weeding that into your marketing moving forward. So I'd love to, you to just kind of tell that story. Yeah, it's part of our flow now. And I, it's, it's not an original idea. I actually was at some real estate I think it was NAR, wasn't it? Convention. And they yeah. were just talking about how we send our people mailers and I'm doing listings. And this is my, you know, some people even go as far as sharing, like how many, what's their volume for the year to their friends and family. Right. Like you, you paint yourself to be this robot. So the, the purpose of the letter of the heart is to not write about anything. There's no real estate related at all. It's just a letter human. It's you. It's what are you up to? Family, like, and there's literally no marketing on it. Like, I think we have our QR code on the very back of it, but the, we've been doing it once a quarter, um, for the past two, two years, I think. But this one that I wrote recently was about the, the why behind our sabbatical, like, and we were just like, Hey, I don't know if you know, or if you didn't know, this is what we did. This is why we did it. And I went as far as like, Hey, like my fiance, like I'm rude to him. Like I'm being, you know what, like 24 seven, my relationship with my mom, like I got pretty deep on it, but I talked about the fun things that we did while we were gone. Like we did, you know, ate popcorn in bed and had face masks on and da da da. And, and it was, it, I mean, I was a little bit, it's vulnerable to share that you had so much business, but we brought it around. Like, we're so grateful. Like we're so grateful. We're in this position. We needed to figure out how to do it better for ourselves and for our people. Mm -hmm. And yeah, people really like, we got calls, we got, we've got letters back and we had a lot of people reach out. I mean, out of anything that we do, even, even events, the letter of the heart brings the most engagement I had written about, you know, just my time when I, when my son left for college and I was kind of just struggling with that piece of like, nobody tells you it's going to be like, whoa, I'm an empty nester. Right. Like, you know, just stuff like that. It's <laughs> kind of like a diary entry. It's literally yeah. like a diary entry that we yeah. send to our whole database. But people respond back. They text back. Got the. I mean, it's just amazing to me, but it, it cause, cause they can relate. Yep. And who can relate to burnout in some way, shape, or form, given what we've just gone through? Well, you know what is also interesting is people want to work with people who are like them. And as soon as you uh, humanize yourself, right, and say, guess what? Uh, yes, we're real estate, but guess what? We have problems just like you do. And we have to take time off and we recharge. And we're grateful for you understanding that and also giving us the business that you do. And we just want to be as completely transparent. It's amazing how it increases the relationship. Uh, because now you know what you're human, right? You're, you're not this, like, like you said, Madison, you're not a robot, right? You are real and there's feelings and emotions behind that. And that's really what we crave, right? Is that connection. Absolutely. Yeah. 
So, and we, when we just did our last round of business planning, which thanks to Windermere, we stayed at the working symposium, but they had to cancel. And so she tried to mumble that she was being modest. It was the Orchid Fairmont. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We were so inspired and, and pampered. It was just wonderful, but we really got a chance to, again, step away and look at our business. So going forward, and we do have to say for any other agent listening, like it's not a perfect thing. And sometimes we, you know, compromise and, it, it, and we, it's good that we hold each other accountable. We try to stick to it, but we have mapped out our year and we've taken some time that like, this is your time off and and extended it. This is your two weeks off in a quarter. And this is your two weeks off. And we tried to do kind of a mini sabbatical thing where one of us was covering the business while the other one was away. And so this will be the first year that we've really had the structure in place. So we've got the weekly times off and then we've got some extended times off and it's, it's, I'm super excited about it. I mean, you look at your year and we're jazzed about what we want to do, but we also know there's places in there. There's relief. Yeah. 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 And I, and I think, I I think for the listeners, two things that I think are important for them to hear um, is you guys are being on purpose and not on accident. I mean, we have a lot of people that still business plan, but they're on accident because what they do is they plan the business part of it, but they don't plan the the recharge and the taking care of themselves part of it. And I love that you put that. In fact, my buddy, Doug, he's done this all, all the time. And whenever he does even a week, the first thing that goes in his week planner is his time. Then on top of that, and the second thing is this, your brain does not like to make decisions because it takes up so much energy. And when you map that out and you say, this is what I'm taking the time off, this is what we're doing. The way you operate and the decisions you make and the people, when you tell them you're going to help them, your brain already has a framework in place. And so you're controlling your schedule and your time off happens, right? Yeah. Time off mm-hmm. happens. Yeah, I think that's huge. Well, um, I got to tell you guys, I love that you're on today. And I hope that the listeners take away that, guess what? You do not have to be a Pop-Tart agent. You do not have to work 24-7. You need to be uh, genuine with your clients but you need to plan it. And there's going to be fear. You guys had fear. You got to address the fear. And you do that by shifting to an abundance mindset, get off the scarcity mindset, right? And, uh, and have confidence in what you provide and know, and know that that relationship is strong and clients are going to want you to take care of yourself. Yeah. Anything you guys want to add? Any, any last little nuggets of wisdom? I just, I, was looking for a realtor who had a work-life balance that I could mirror or be more like, and there are some, but far and few in between. Mm -hmm. So I was like, once we do this, I want to scream it from the mountaintops and let every, give everyone permission. Sometimes people just need someone to give them permission to do something. So you can have the permission, whoever's listening (laughs) to take time off and you, you will come back and you will have business. Yeah. I love it. Well, let me ask you this. There's going to be listeners that are going to be, okay, I want, you know, I want the detail. If somebody wanted to reach out to you, what's the best way for them to get a hold of you? Well, I'm a millennial, so text me. (laughs) (laughs) Hit me up on Instagram. Do you want my phone number? Yeah, what's your phone number? I'm cool with that. Okay, Uh 253-686-7383. 7383. Okay, and I will put that in the show notes. And Regina, how about you? What's the best way if they want to get a hold of you? I say just Regina at Windermere.com. Okay, perfect. Regina at Windermere.com. And I'll put that in the show notes as well. Um, Well, you guys, hey, thank you so much uh, for taking the time. I really appreciate it. 
And, uh, you know, what I can say uh, as you go through this is I can see a shift in energy. I can see a, a shift in joy and uh, just a level of coming back together because I know where you were, you know, eight months ago and where you are today. And so well done. Good job. I really, I really like seeing uh, what you guys are doing. And for the listeners, uh, thank you for listening. If this hit the mark, please let us know. Give us a rating, if you will. Again, this is the Winnie Coaching Minute. And we want to thank everybody for listening. And as we always end these, hey, be awesome, help somebody, and make it a great day. We want to thank you for taking the time to listen to our podcast. If you found this content interesting, please feel free to share it and give us a rating. Also, If you're a real estate agent with an epic idea and you're doing something great to create great client service or work-life balance, or maybe both, please reach out to us at fanning at windermere.com. And we always end our podcast by saying, be awesome and help somebody and make it a great day.